Hello beloveds, welcome to our today's teaching. I'm your host Josephine Hild. Thank you so much for the feedback we are receiving from you. I appreciate and kindly continue to ask. Actually the teaching we are about to do now is as a result of your question. Welcome and as we begin I pray that your heart is ready to receive of God. I pray that your eyes of understanding will be enlightened and I pray that you shall be able to walk in the newness of life in the spirit. This knowledge is not just here for you to read and then move on. You know, James said, you know, when a person looks at them in the at themselves in the mirror, they don't live the way they were. You know, the word of God is the mirror. So when we look at, at ourselves in it, we are able to see where we need correction, where we need to, to, you know, to remake so that we can walk in our perfect identity. So thank you for joining us and welcome. So today I want us to look at the tree of life. Thank you for writing to me about this question. You wanted to know what is the tree of life or what did it mean the tree of life. So I will go direct to scriptures for you. Now the first time the tree of life was introduced to Adam was at Genesis chapter 2 verse 9. And it says, And out of the ground the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So this is the first time the word the tree of life is mentioned in the scriptures. And it is mentioned in regards to Eden where Adam was. Now let's read some more. Actually the next scripture we shall read will be able to make us understand. In Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3 verse 22. This one will help us to understand what the tree of life is. Genesis 3.22 says, Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, to know good and evil. And now let he put out his hand, and take also of the tree of life, and eat, and live forever. Already here we have a clue, what is the tree of life. So he says, Unless he comes also and takes of the tree of life, and eat, and live forever. So the tree of life is eternal life. The tree of life is the tree that when you partake, you live forever. That's why after man fell, God had to protect him from eating this tree and living forever in his fallen state. So what is the tree of life or who is the tree of life? This is very simple. The tree of life is Christ. Why? Because Jesus Christ said, I am the bread of life. Didn't he say so? He has introduced himself in so many times to mean that when you partake of him, you shall live eternally. So the tree of life is Christ. That's why up to date when you preach the gospel, the idea is that men will receive the Christ. Men will receive the spirit. For the Christ is the spirit of adoption, the spirit of sonship. So the tree of life was a picture of Christ. The tree of life was a picture of Jesus Christ. Whom when he preaches the gospel, when men believe, they live eternally. You see how what God said? That he may eat of the tree of life and live forever. You know, when you believe in the gospel, when you believe in Jesus Christ, you live forever. So the tree of life is Jesus Christ. In John, let me read it. Let us read it together. In John 14, 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. In John 8, in John chapter 6, verse 35, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. 
you know even in when he was whenever Jesus in his earthly ministry whenever he was working with the Jews he always invited them to come and eat of him to come and partake of him he was doing this symbolically but they missed out the point which is Jesus Christ is the gospel we preach by this you receive the power to become a son of God by this you receive the power to be of Christ by this you receive the spirit of sonship or adoption so you can call God your father so Jesus is the tree of life Christ is the life of God that he wants in man. Also, I went ahead and studied a little bit to see every instance where the you know every instance where the tree of life was mentioned and I saw in Proverbs 3:18. I will continue showing you what the tree of life, you know, to prove to you that the tree of life is Christ. Proverbs 3:18. In Proverbs 3:18 the wise man says that You know he was talking about wisdom. Then he says she is a tree of life to those who take hold of her and happy are all who retain her. If you study Proverbs chapter 3, the wise the you know the king Solomon was talking about wisdom and he addresses her as, as she and he says he is a tree of life. Now let me show you something else in 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 Let's see about wisdom. What does Paul say about wisdom? Or what does the the new, you know, the finished work say about wisdom? In 1 Corinthians 1 verse 30, he says, "But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption." So even when the wise man, even in the instances where Proverbs addressed the tree of life in 3:18, it was talking about Christ because Christ is the wisdom of God. Let me show you again in Proverbs 13. Thank you Holy Spirit. Proverbs 13 Proverbs 13 As I come to address a very important question I saw from us Proverbs chapter 13 verse 12 says Hope deferred makes the heart sick but when the desire comes it's a tree of life. So hope is a tree of life. Who is our hope? Our blessed hope is Jesus Christ. We see that in Titus. Let me show you in Titus chapter 2. Titus chapter 2. We see it, you know, in Titus chapter 2 when when Paul is admi- admonishing Titus about the end times, he says, you know what? You know, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ. Any believer Any man in Christ knows Christ as our hope. We know Christ as our blessed hope. We know Christ as the hope upon which our souls are anchored. So when the wise man was talking about hope, when the wise man mentioned the tree of life, it was in regards to Christ being our hope. Now, let me show you another mentioning. I want to do it thoroughly. In Proverbs chapter 15. I want to put this question to rest completely. Proverbs 15:4. It says I love this. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. What is a wholesome tongue? A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. What is a wholesome tongue? When you see a tongue here it means about, you know, talking, how we talk. Let's see the answer in Colossians, you know, scripture always, you know, reveals itself. Colossians chapter 4 something very important that Paul says you know whenever you see something in the old testament whenever you see a scripture 
there is always a way it has been made clear or you know in regards to the finished work so there is always a scripture that tries to to make that one even clear in regards to the finished work colossians 4:6 says let your speech always be with grace seasoned with salt that you may know how you ought to answer each one so a speech a gracious speech when we address the world when we address others as sons of god we speak grace even jesus when he was on earth he spoke grace to the woman who was brought to jesus that he, she had committed adultery what did jesus do jesus spoke grace to her Jesus the speech of Jesus towards her was gracious that it made free grace always makes free so in regards to the wise man talking about a wholesome tongue he meant Christ who is the grace of God and then he calls it the tree of life so it again reminds us that Christ is the tree of life having Christ in you means having eternal life having Christ in you means having hope having Christ in you means having the wisdom of God Having Christ in you means having grace, being able to speak graciously, being able to deal with people graciously. Again, this is the scripture that you ask a lot. Let us go to Revelation. Revelation chapter 2 verse 7. You know, many times believers think because of the book of revelation is is put in the last you know like it is the last book in the bible you think that it contains of things that are yet to come it is true in the writing of revelation john tells us it contains the things that have happened the things that are happening and the things that are yet to happen it is true but then we miss out in understanding that the book of revelation is the revelation of jesus christ it is the revelation of the, the in, remember It is in Christ that the entire creation consists. So the the book of Revelation describes the earth, describes the world and all the happenings both in the past, in now and in future. So when we study the book of Revelation we must be able to rightly divide and we must be able to see it in the in the finished works because it is the revelation of Jesus Christ. Never forget that. So the book of Revelation actually will be able to help you understand what was written in even in the Old Testament what was written in Jeremiah what was written in Isaiah remember it is the revelation of Jesus Christ and the entire the entire bible from Genesis to Revelation is a testimony of Jesus Christ so this is like telling you the book of Revelation is more like a summary a put up together knowledge of the entire scriptures of God Anyway, there is a book I'm working on on the book of Revelation. I believe we will look at that as a different topic. For now, let us stick to Revelation chapter 2 verse 7. He says, "He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God." Many times people use this scripture to mean that the tree of life is something that people will eat after, you know, in the next how do i put it after the earth after after you know in the next life let me use that in the eternal life but we forget we forget about the finished works we forget about the reason why the book of revelation was written let me read it again and i will use another scripture to answer this question let's read again he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches to him who overcomes I will give to it from the tree of life which is in the midst of the paradise. 
What does it mean to overcome? The same Bible tells us what it means to overcome. Let me show you. So, the revelator says, whoever overcomes will now receive the power to eat from the tree of life. But we forget what it means to overcome. Our carnal minds make us think that to overcome means, you know, to, to make it in the rapture. You know, what we teach as the rapture. But we forget that overcoming is something that happened the day you believed. Let's read it. 1 John chapter 5 verse 4 says, Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. It is the same overcoming. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the son of God. Did you see that? Whoever believes that Jesus is the son of God has overcome. So this person who has overcome will now eat of the tree of life. Will now partake of the tree of life. What does this mean? Whoever believes in Jesus Christ receives eternal life. Receives the Christ who is the eternal life of God. The tree of life is not something that you are going to eat in the future. The tree of life is not something that you are going to eat when the earth has been destroyed. The tree of life is what you are eating now. Every time you hear of the gospel, every time you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, every time you walk in the wisdom of God, you are walking in the tree of life. Every time you are holding on to hope, our blessed hope which is Christ, you are walking in the tree of life. Every time you have the faith of Christ, you are walking in the tree of life because the tree of life is Christ in you, the hope of glory. There is no another tree somewhere that you're going to eat in the future. The tree is Christ. That's why he invites men to himself. I am the bread of life. If you partake of me, you will never be hungry. He is the water of life. If you partake of him, you will never be thirsty. It is the same Jesus who said, those who believe in me, out of their heart, will, out of their bosom will flows river of living water, rivers of living water. Who is the rivers of living water? It is the Holy Spirit. It is the Christ in you. It is the same person. The tree of life is the Christ in you. Whoever has believed the gospel has the tree of life. It is the same thing that the king, the king you know, in Psalms chapter 1, King David said, you know, the, the, the man, you know, that the man that believes, the man that is blessed is the one who is planted, you know, in the waters. Like a tree planted in the waters, you will never run dry. You are the tree of life because Christ lives in you. You will never run dry. You give, you give fruits in your season. That's why a son of God cannot be, be determined by the things of this world. A son of God's success or even manifestation is not dependent on the happenings of this world. It is dependent on the fact that he is planted in the rivers that never run dry. Let me just read it for you. Let's just read this old psalm. Let's read it together. Psalms 1 verse 3, he says, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whether he, whatever he does shall prosper. Son of God, this scripture is for you. This is, it explains you as a son of God. It explains you as your identity in Christ. It explains you as a person that has already partaken from the tree of life. You are like a tree. You are like a tree planted by the rivers of water. You bring forth your fruit in your season. I want you to understand very clearly. You bring forth fruits in your season. You don't bring forth, you know, he didn't say you refuse to bring fruit because seasons were not favorable. 
He didn't say there are times that you fail and there are times. No, he says you bring forth fruits in your season. When it is your time to bring forth fruit, you must bring forth fruit. And what is the time for the Son of God? The sons of God are reigning eternally in the gift of righteousness and the abundance of grace. Being in Christ means you are always in season to bear fruit. Walking by faith means you are always in season to manifest the, the fruit of the Spirit. So the Son of God is always in season. You are always in season to love. You are always in season to be faithful. You are always in season to be kind. You cannot say this and this stops me from being. You are always in season to preach Christ. You are always in season to manifest the power of God. So the tree of life is Christ. The overcoming that is being spoken of in Revelation is the one that happens when you believe the gospel. John has already said, who is he who overcomes? He who believes in the Son of God. So the day you overcame, the day you believed in the gospel, you partook of the tree of life, which is Christ. You received the Spirit of God. Now you are a son of God. Again, there is another scripture you asked about in Revelation 22. Revelation 22. Let's finish this very clearly. Revelation chapter 22 from verse 1 to 2. He says, And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of the street and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were there for the healing of the nations. Many times we, we misunderstand this scripture. While in simple terms it's talking of the sons of God. Whoever has, whoever has partaken of the tree of life is healing the nations. By the preaching of the gospel we are healing nations. By the preaching of the gospel we are, we are bringing light into this dark world. By manifesting Christ we are solving problems that no man could on this earth. So you are the tree of life, courtesy of Christ being in you. The tree of life is Christ. You are Christ because you are a son of God. So whenever you are manifesting your sonship, you are bringing healing to the nations. The tree of life, I repeat again, is not a tree that you will eat for in the future. It is not a tree that you will eat when you die. You know when we say to you, you die and you go to heaven and you eat from the tree of life. No, you are eating of it now. The tree of life is Christ. The tree of life is the spirit of God in you. It is through this spirit that you are healing nations. It's the same way when he meant when he said, out of your bosom will flow rivers of living water. When rivers are flowing from you, they, they water all other people who are around you. Have you ever seen a small river, you know, takes care of an entire village? That's who you are, son of God. By the spirit of God in you, you are refreshing nations. You are refreshing everyone that is around you. You are healing the sick. The anointing in you is being consumed by all those who are around you. That's why as a believer, you are a son of God. You are a life-giving spirit. In every situation, you give life. To every people you go to, you give life. Because in you, there is a tree of life. Nations are partaking from you. People are partaking from you. Son of God, the tree of life is who you are already in Christ. It's not something that is coming. Now go forth and heal the nations. The same scripture, Revelation 22, 14. You asked of the same, Revelation 22, 14. You said, blessed are those who do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life, and they may enter through the gates into the city. 
Again, whenever you study the word of God, you must put on the mind of Christ. You must see the word of God in light of the finished works. What does he say here? Those who do his commandments. What is the commandment of God? In John chapter 6, the Jews asked Jesus, What shall we do that we may work the works of God? What did Jesus say? He said that you may believe in the one who sent. The only thing that God wants for this world or for all men is that they believe in Jesus. That's why it is written that they may have the right to the tree of life. Anyone who believes in Jesus has the tree of life in them, has Christ in them, has the spirit in them. When you believe in Jesus Christ, you obtain a right to the tree of life. The tree of life here is Christ the Spirit, through whom you heal the nations, through whom you manifest your identity. Dear beloved, the tree of life is the Christ in you. You have already received the rights to the tree of life. You're already walking in the tree of life. You're already manifesting in the tree of life. You're already healing nations. You're already ministering to the people around you. The tree of life is the Christ. I am the way, the truth, and the life. God said, you know, so that they do not eat from the tree of life and live eternally. He's the same one who said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes will live eternally because the tree of life is the Christ in you. Stop looking forward to another tree where you will eat from its fruit. You have already eaten from the tree. In fact, the entire tree himself dwells in you. You are one. You are in Christ. Christ is in you. You have the tree of life in you. That's why from this tree, nations are eating. Everyone is eating. Whenever a son of God manifests Christ, how many people do you think benefit from them? Whenever you preach the gospel, just how many people do you think you minister to them? Because you carry the tree of life. Because the tree of life is in you. Nations are partaking from it. Men and women are partaking from it. The dead are partaking from it and coming to life. The sick are partaking from it and getting healed. The weak are, make, are being made whole. Every person that partakes of the tree of life receives life. They walk anew. They become a new creation. Son of God, you carry the tree of life because the tree of life is the Christ who is in you. I hope this teaching answers your questions. I hope it is clear. If there is any other question in regards to this teaching, kindly feel free to ask. Whenever this teaching is shared, Feel free to ask in the comments. We will be able to, to answer you. I believe you are blessed. And wherever you are, just allow me to pray with you. Believe in your heart. Believe what God says about you. Believe that you are a son of God. You have the power of God. You have the authority of God. Son of God, you are blessed. You are righteous. In fact, all spiritual blessings are yours in Christ. You are so loved. You are so accepted in the beloved. You are reigning. You can only reign. You are the tree of life. You are healing nations. Just believe and walk in this identity. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the knowledge we have of you. Father, we thank you for the tree of life which is in us. We thank you for the Christ in us who is our hope of glory. Father, we thank you for we know we carry healing. Father, we thank you for we know we carry peace in us. So wherever we go, Father, we are the source of peace. Father, we thank you because you know we carry joy. Even when you go to people who are down and depressed, we bring them joy in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because 
because now we are blessed. The people that come into contact with us, the people that we go to, they are blessed and they partake of our blessings. Just like you said from the tree of life that fills the nation. Father, we thank you because you know we are blessed. We are the light of this world. We are the salt of this world. Father, we give flavor. Without us, it cannot be. Father, we thank you for we know our identity and we are walking in it. Father, we thank you for every opportunity that you give unto us to manifest Christ. We thank you for your Holy Spirit who is in us. We thank you for he is our wisdom, the mind of Christ. He is our righteousness. He is our redemption. Father, we thank you for we know we are born of God. We have overcome this world. Father, I pray for those who are unwell right now. I speak by the power of the Holy Spirit that they shall receive this knowledge and be made free. Whatever the pain, whatever the sickness, as you receive this truth, you are being made free in the name of Jesus. It is the Lord Jesus who said you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Sometimes you don't need anyone to lay hands on you. You just need to know this truth and walk in it and be free for where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty. Son of God, beloved whoever you are listening to this prayer be made free from that depression. Be made free from that fear. Be made free from that sickness. Be made free from that anxiety. In the name of Jesus, you are trusting in a God who knows all things that pertain to you. You cannot live in fear. Be made free. Be made free and walk in this wholeness. Walk in this wholeness knowing that you are a son of God. Your father loves you. Your father cares for you. Your father has taken care of everything. It is a responsibility. Son of God, walk in this knowledge. Be made free. Be made whole in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening to the teaching today. If you have any need, if you might need any other prayer, kindly feel free to write to me. My number will be on the screen. Also, I'm on, um, I'm on Facebook as Josephine Hild and Josephine Hild Messages. Remember as well to subscribe to our YouTube channel. You know, it is this knowledge that will always free you. So many times I know we look for miracles, instant miracles, signs and wonders upside down. Let me tell you, son of God, you need this truth. Always look for this knowledge. It is this truth that frees. You are blessed. Good night.